Good afternoon. Let's start by praying. We need God's help just as much for this as for the service and in everything we do. Father, thank you for the opportunity to meet together and to have lunch afterwards. Please be with us now, Lord, in all that we say and do. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to Emmanuel's Forward Focus Meeting for 2022. In Bart's absence, I'm chairing the first part of this meeting, and my currently fellow church warden, John Newell, will chair the rest of the proceedings. The reason for this is that it felt somewhat odd to us for John to chair the election of church wardens, if this could be avoided, since he is standing again. So I'm chairing this item because I'm standing down from being warden. We're able to have two church wardens. Hopefully you've read the nomination forms either on the board at the back or um, on church suite. So we're able to have two church wardens. There are only two nominations, John Newell and Robin Walpole. You could both stand up, couldn't you, just briefly. You may sit down again, thank you. <laughs> I'm very grateful to John for being willing to stand again and to Robin for being willing to take on this role. And come to that, I'm grateful to their wives um, for allowing them to do that, because I know it's tough being a church warden's spouse. Um, I get told that roughly, <laughs> fairly often. And I'm very thankful to him. John, since they, there are just two nominations for two places, John and Robin will both go forward as Emmanuel's nominated church wardens for the next year for official election at tomorrow night's annual meeting of parishioners. We'll pray for them and for those standing for PCC after the next item, but can I encourage all of you to keep praying for Bart, John, Robin and the PCC over the next year. One thing we learnt from our sermon series on judges is the importance of praying for our leaders. And another lesson is that it's God who is the real hero. Church leaders can't do their job on their own. They can only do it with God's help. So we need to keep praying that they receive and accept his help at every step. And now it's over to John, I think. I want to say a huge thank you to Cara for all she's done in her second stint as warden. I mean, she did it once done it again and uh, done it really well. So a huge thank you to you, Cara. Um, you've put a huge amount of yourself into the role. You, you've put a lot of time into it, for which I'm so thankful. If there's something that needs investigating, something you need to find out about, Cara will do brilliantly at uh, looking it up, uh, speaking to the right people, getting the right information. She's thorough on those things and we, we really need that. She also cares, cares about the details on things. I'm a bit more of a big picture kind of person and therefore I need someone like Cara around to say, yeah, but what about this? What about this detail? What about uh, uh, this and how are we gonna do it? 
So she's brilliant on those things. She also loves the church family um, and has cared and supported uh, people who uh, maybe are more vulnerable uh, and has been really committed to them. Uh, and she has done that brilliantly. So thank you for that. And Cara also loves God and his word. Uh, I think it's while she's been warden this time uh, that she uh, learned the whole of Psalm 119, which is uh, quite a feat so uh, brilliant that you did that but it just reflects a little bit of how much you love God and you love his word it's been great working with you not been easy uh, sort of working things out with covid restrictions and all that kind of thing but it's been great doing that with you and John as well as wardens we've worked really well together as a team team and I'm very thankful to God for both of you I'm thankful, Cara, that you are willing to stand again to be on PCC and to keep going chairing the Fabric Group. Thank you so much for that. And also thankful to John for being willing to stand again as church warden uh, and also to have Robin in as a new church warden. Uh, great to have you both as wardens. And I'd encourage the church family, please, would you be praying for us as we work together? I think that's the end of I think Bart's coming back later on screen anyway. Hopefully he's coming back later next week as well. Otherwise, I've got to do Ezra 3 rather sooner than I thought. But there we go. Uh, I can only echo what Bart said. I've, I've never been a church warden before. Um, and I only agreed to do it because Cara uh, was going to do it with me. Thank you. Okay, um, right, so I've not elected myself, that's good. Um, there is another election, I believe, tonight. Je suis Francais, non? Anyway, not as important as this one. Uh, right, we now have um, the election of PCC members, and <clears throat> there are one, two, three names um, seeking, they've been nominated seeking re election. They are Cara Roger. We're really, as I say, really grateful that Cara is still um, working with us on the PCC now rather than Warden. Uh, also, Joanne Walpole is uh, nominated herself again to serve, as has Andy Whelan. And as we have, uh, there are more vacancies than nominations. They are also elected unopposed, and their election will be um, confirmed tomorrow night at the meeting. So well done. Welcome back. You haven't been gone that long. But uh, there you go. So um, could, we, could we pray for them? I think, Chris, you've been nominated for that, uh, that role. Thank you. Fathers, we come into your presence now. We know that you are our God and we are your people. We are thankful that you created the church to help us, to lead us, to guide us, and to direct us. And we thank you for the local church, this Emmanuel Church in Tolworth that you've allowed us to be a part of, that you've ordained us to be a part of. And so, Father, we bring before you the wardens and the PCC members and Bart. We just ask, Lord, that you continue to be with them. Your word promises that if we, if we lack wisdom, we can ask of you and you shall give it to us abundantly. And so right now we ask for wisdom for the wardens, for the minister, uh, for each of the PCC members, that we would hear from you, that we'd speak the truth when the time is right, that we'd be good stewards of the place that you put us into, that this church will continue to grow by grace and by your favor. 
We ask, Lord, that each one of the PCC members and each one of the wardens and the minister would continue to be hearing your voice, continue to be growing in your grace, and knowing what to do for this church in order for to, to be blessed by you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Right, we're now going to do the um, reports, and at the end of each report, I hope everybody who's giving them realises this, there is an opportunity for you to ask questions. So we think of your questions as they uh, present their reports, and there will be a, um, another opportunity to ask general questions at the end of the session. So, as I say, we'll have reports, um, questions, and then a prayer by the person who's given the report, as obviously they have the greater insight into the needs and the vision for going ahead on these various things. So I'm going to ask Andy to come up and give us the finance report and update. Thank you. Thank you, John. I did have an entire speech written thanking you for electing me uh, to serve on the PCC for the next three years and thanking the returning officer and all the candidates and so on, but I've, I won't bother with that, seeing as I was elected unopposed anyway. Um, to, to answer the, perhaps the most important question, the first double album I bought was Out of the Blue by the Electric Light Orchestra, uh, and my favourite double album is Sign of the Times by Prince. And it might seem a bit odd to be raising Prince, but if you've not heard the track The Cross that is on the second part of that double album, listen to it, it's fantastic. Uh, but back to rather more mundane matters, the accounts. This is a forward-focused meeting, so we were looking forward rather than looking back, and of course the accounts are for last year, so it seems a little bit odd uh, dealing with those now. I don't intend to read out my Treasurer's report, which is in the pack of documents, uh, or go through the accounts in any great detail. But the great news is that God, again, has been very good to us. We've managed to make a small surplus last year, whereas we had actually budgeted for a deficit, uh, which is fantastic, uh, particularly in view of the fact that at the same time last year, we started a building appeal to raise funds, which I'll come back to uh, in a minute. But it's been fantastic that the response from members of the congregation in giving to the, the, the needs of the church, the general fund, to meet the, the running costs, essentially, of the church are such that we've made a small surplus. Moving forward to this year, we have again, to be able to continue to do what we do, we have again budgeted for a deficit, which is affordable from the reserves that we've got. Uh, so I would ask you to think about your giving, the regular giving to the, the, the general fund of the church to meet the ongoing costs. If you haven't thought about reviewing that recently, do please. Very easy to do. I know most people give directly by a standing order into the church account now. Easy to simply to change it. No, nothing complicated, no forms to fill in. Uh, it can all be done online. If you do need any uh, help as to how that's done, by all means do speak to me. But beyond that, I don't intend to go through the accounts in any great detail, uh, apart from to mention the building fund and to give you a, a further update on that. Uh, I thought the reading was very interesting today, and uh, whilst the response to the building fund has been fantastic, I am disappointed that we haven't had 500 kilograms of gold <laughs> and 2.8 metric tonnes of silver given. Uh, nevertheless, the figure that we're now at is 61,600 of gifts that have been received so far, plus there's an extra three and a, almost 3,500 of tax to come back, still to come back on that, which means that we're in, in round figures we're at 65,000. We targeted raising 70,000, so we're nearly there. The last 5,000 to go, 
if you haven't given or have given and feel you can give more so that we can make that last 5,000, uh, do please think about that. Do let me know if you are able to give more. But um, God has been very, very good to us, uh, much as, as uh, was, the, was the case in Ezra's time as well, in, in ensuring that we've got the funds that we need to a very large extent to do the work that is necessary on the building, which is fantastic. Uh, so that's, that's the, the finance update. Uh, I'm not going to be at lunch today because, as some of you know, my father's quite unwell, so I'm not staying around for lunch. Uh, so if there are any questions, I won't be around for lunch uh, to, to, to ask them. So do, do by all means ask me at any time. But if anyone does have any questions on finance, happy to take them now. If not, I will pray for uh, our finances if you don't mind, so let's, let us pray. Father God, we want to thank you for the uh, wonderful provision that you have given to us in meeting our costs on the general fund and in the response to the building fund that we've had so far. And we pray that we may raise the money that we need to meet the general costs moving forward into this current year and also to raise the remaining money that we need to uh, meet the costs of the work that needs doing on the building. But, Father, do keep us focused on the fact that the reason that we're doing this is to build up your kingdom. Father God, we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Andy, for all the hard work you've been doing and continue to do, and uh, your willingness to stand again for the PCC. Um, and yes, I have both those albums. They're very good. <laughs> uh, I'll reveal my favorite and my first over lunch, so just to keep you all coming back. Sorry, Andy, you won't know now <coughs> what they were. So um, we're going to move on to Cara. Um, but we're very grateful to all the work she's done, certainly since we set up as warden team, she's, she's, I, I joined the fabric group. Gosh, that was such a big challenge. Cara took on the challenge and I moved on to other parts of the sort of work in the church. But she stayed with it and she continues to stay with it and we're so grateful for that. And now she's going to tell us all about the building. On the basis that I only have a few minutes, not uh, a few hours, I won't tell you all about the building. Um, but I'm hoping very much that you have read the report, either from the one the hard copies at the back or um, on Church Suite. I had hoped very much that I could tell you today that we had received permission to go ahead with the heating upgrade and we'd arranged a date for the work to start. But we're not there yet. Um, I am waiting to hear from the diocese on that. Please, God. Um, I'm also waiting to hear for, from the diocese for, um, that we've got permission, final permission, for some guttering work, which would be good to get done. But we'll let you know as soon as we have a date for the heating to start, hopefully before the autumn. Meanwhile, thank you again for all your generosity so that we can do this work. I want to thank those who've served on the Fabric Group over the last year. Phil has now stepped down and Peter Salabank is on the committee. Brian and Steve are continuing and I'm so grateful for people who actually understand something about buildings 
I've learned a certain amount over the last five years, but Brian actually understands how this building works, which is wonderful. And I'm very grateful to those who've been on the Fabric Group and continue for all their advice and answers to lots of questions when I'm dealing with contractors, seeking permission from the diocese, and writing reports for the Church Council, which I know they all find totally fascinating. I wish. Um, Peter and Brian have also carried out a lot of practical work and will be doing the same again this year. Um, hopefully, we will once again be able to get from that door through the other door and the doors from the hall to the storeroom site um, will be replaced because they aren't up to much even as internal doors, let alone as external ones. Do feel free, as Andy said, to ask me, but don't ask me about finance, ask me about buildings, possibly, at any time. Um, as has been said, I'm planning to continue on the Fabric Group, but does anyone have any questions now? I haven't even got Brian to look to, but Steve will do. Stunned silence. Okay, let's pray. Father, thank you for this building with all the problems that it has and has had and continues to have. Help us sort them out. But thank you most of all that it is a place where people can come to know you and to worship you. And Father, as we continue to work on this building, help us always to remember that. And help us take opportunities that we may have when dealing with contractors or others who use this building, work on it. Help us to take opportunities to tell them of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Cara. And we welcome back Mark on stage to talk about the EMF. Thanks, John. So I'm going to give a brief update on the EMF, um, and it's probably a good place to start if I explain what it is. Um, the EMF stands for the Emmanuel Ministry Fund, and technically it's separate and distinct from Emmanuel Church. It's a charity, and the trustees are all members of the church family here as Emmanuel. So they are Claire Beavers, Bart, myself, Amanda Krasinska, and Robin Walpole. And I'd like to thank each of them for their time in fulfilling their trustee duties. Um, what does the EMF do? Well, formally, the EMF's purpose is to help advance the Christian gospel through the ministry here at Emmanuel Church uh, by employing additional staff and providing funds for uh, members of the church family to engage in things such as Christian training, education, and short-term mission trips. And over the years, it's, it's done that. Um, so to put that another way, the EMF supports the ministry at Emmanuel by providing resources to help the church fulfil its mission statement, which is for people to come to Jesus, grow in him, and go out to serve him. Currently, the EMF's main activity is the employment of Chris Bruce as Children's and Youth ministry, a Minister here at Emmanuel, and the provision of accommodation for him and his family. Chris continues to be a great asset to Emmanuel Church, both in terms of general service within the church 
as well as his development of the Children's and Youth Ministry. And I'd like to thank him for his work and thank Ronali and family for their support of Chris and their fellowship in the church family. The EMF has also uh, helped in other ways, and you may recall that in 2020, it was involved as a way to help raise funds for Carl and Leon Newell. The EMF also holds a lease, a long-term lease on a flat in Newell Road. Um, in the past, that property used to be used to uh, accommodate e previous EMF employees, but as it's too small for the Bruce family, it's being let out to tenants at the moment. Um, from a finances perspective, finances are all important because they uh, enable the EMF um, to, uh, to employ Chris uh, and to fulfil its activities. And everything, it's entirely dependent on the financial donations um, from supporters of the EMF, most of whom are probably right here or watching online. And I'd like to thank uh, everybody uh, who supports the EMF for their ongoing and their previous support. The Lord has been most generous in his uh, provision. When we hired Chris in 2018, the trustees expected the funds of the EMF to be entirely exhausted within about two years. Nearly four years on, the EMF continues to have enough funds to, co to continue current operations for at least another two years. So we thank God for that. Uh, nevertheless, if the level of funding were to increase, then there'd be more opportunity to support the church. So if you'd like to increase your current level of giving or start giving to the EMF, which is different to giving to the church itself because they are different things, um, then I or any of the trustees would be uh, very happy to provide information on how to do so. Any questions on anything to do with the EMF? If not, then why don't I pray for the EMF? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great and amazing provision. Thank you for the continued funding for the EMF. Thank you for the trustees. And thank you for Chris and the Children's and Youth Ministry here at Emmanuel and for Chris's family. We pray, please, for your continued blessing upon the EMF, that it can continue to support the advancement of the gospel here at Emmanuel. We pray for your blessing on Chris and the Children's and Youth Ministry and all who are involved with that. And we pray, please, for the trustees, that they will have wisdom and good judgment in their duties in terms of being trustees of the EMF. We thank you, Lord, and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. And it seems appropriate to now ask our EMF worker to come and uh, tell us how things are going in the ministry, in the youth and children's ministry. Thank you, John. Uh, let me begin by saying thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for everyone who's prayed for our children and youth work. Thank you everyone who's served in some form or manner. Thank you to all the parents who've entrusted their children to us. Uh, thank you for those who've been involved in any way in the various ministries of children and youth. Um, obviously, this year has been a year of change. Uh, the last couple of years have been a year of change. But I'd like to let you know a little bit of what happened in the past and how we're going to go forward because of that. So because of the pandemic, we had to close all the work on the premises. And so between the leadership and myself, we saw this as an opportunity to evaluate and prayerfully consider all of our purposes in every ministry. And so to this extent, during lockdown, uh, we spend some time asking God for wisdom and direction for each of the different activities that we do that fall under children's and youth work. 
we believed it was right, and we still do, to change the P4 and QRS monthly charged outreach to a weekly uncharged outreach, which has been rebranded as Crosstrain. And I want to especially thank those of you who are on the Crosstrain prayer team, who have been praying faithfully week after week uh, for this ministry as it started up and as it continues. Uh, we really appreciate that, and we know that God is working through the young people because of your prayers. Uh, our other main weekly outreach is to Kangas Kangaroos, and again, we evaluated that and looked at it, and together with Yvonne and her team, we changed the way we run Kangaroos. Uh, kangaroos is now focused on relationships uh, with the, the adult volunteers who come, and so we've, what we've done, we've actually limited numbers of those who can come so that the volunteers who, who serve at, at Kangaroos can build lasting relationships with adults who come. And so it's very important that that, that becomes our priority, uh, bringing people into Christ and be, be building relationships with them. Uh, both of these changes took place at the start of the school year. Another thing that changed was vision. Uh, vision was forced into a hiatus due to not having students coming into our church. And so that has been paused since the end of February. Uh, if we have students that are in that age break, we will start vision up again. The other teaching and discipleship ministries that we do have at church, Crash, Jam, and Pathfinders have continued um, due to support from very good volunteers and parents allowing their children to be involved. And so we're thankful that God has allowed that to continue. This year, again, we had the opportunity to work with Insight with three different programs. With Move On Up in July, we encouraged Year Sixes moving from primary school to secondary school. In December, we had the Christmas Journey allowing year twos to experience God's true Christmas story. And then Easter experience took place where year fives got to see and understand the Easter story. And it's a, it's a blessing to be able to work with this team to be able to see how God is moving in our schools in our borough. Uh, all three of these events allow children from our school to come into our churches and to hear the gospel. Uh, this past year, we've also run a number of one-off outreach events that looked a little bit different to previous years. On the 31st of October, instead of having a light party, which is like a Halloween alternative, we chose rather to invite children walking past to discover the giver of light through a Sikh and spy room. And if you ever have an ultraviolet torch and you walk around the church, you might still some, find some writing somewhere. I haven't looked around for a while, but they, they were around everywhere. Uh, and I thought that was a really good way for children to come and hear the gospel without stopping to doing what the rest of their, their friends were doing. Uh, in the Easter holidays, we ran our holiday club, the Superheroes Academy. Uh, one of the parents told me uh, during one of the days, it was, it was amazing that when she asked her child what they had learned, the child could remember all the Bible passages from the Bible story, and they remembered the gospel. And this was a parent from another church, not from our church. And so we were just excited to see what God is doing through everyone who helped with that. Uh, at this year's holiday club, there were more volunteers than children, but it was good to see how God was working in that and allowing that to happen. Our final children's and youth event, once-off event, was our Good Friday Adventure Walk, where we looked at how Jesus walked from the upper room to the Garden of Gethsemane, and we spent some time looking at the cross and the rock and the differences that took place between the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And again, so I want to say thank you to everybody who was involved in that. Looking forward, uh, we'll continue doing these events and praying and hearing God's voice. Uh, we, want to bring, we, want, we want to ask God to bring more families into our church, uh, to allow these ministries growing uh, to allow uh, lives of volunteers and children to just hear from God, to grow in Christ, to grow in their wisdom of, of who Christ is and, and the ability to, to train others. 
So we want to be faithful to listening to what the teaching of God's word is, giving correct syllabi to follow, to hear his voice directing what new things to start and what current things to continue or decrease or increase. So please do pray for our children and youth that work this year, not just for me, but for all our volunteers and for children. I know I've said a lot, but I will give you a chance now to ask any questions that you might have about children's and youth work. Seems like a very quiet meeting. Nobody else wants to talk. <laughs> well, let me pray then. Father, I do thank you that you are our God. I'm so thankful that you love children and youth, that you took time when the disciples were chasing children away to say, let the little children come to me that you spent time praying for them and blessing them, encouraging them and teaching them. And Father, I do thank you for this church. I thank you for the many years of children and youth work that has continued. I thank you for the so many volunteers who choose to give up their time, who choose to give up their Sundays, who choose to give up other days of the week just to serve our children. And I ask, Lord, that you continue to bless us, use this church for reaching this borough for the, with the gospel of Jesus. We pray for families to come in, we pray for our teachers to grow in Christ. We pray for our children to come to faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, John. All right, the uh, last presentation will be part on, on video, uh, looking at what we should be praying for for the uh, year ahead. So I always wanted to say this, but roll the tape. So we're going to think now about uh, things we can pray for as we look to the future. This is a forward focus, uh, and therefore it's good to be thinking as we uh, look to the future, what should we be praying for? I'm going to give you six things to pray for, uh, and uh, that may feel like quite a lot, but it splits down into a, a one, a two, and a three. Um, so the one is for the Church of England. Pray for one thing for the Church of England, that it would be faithful to God's word. The next 12 months, there's probably going to be significant things happening as the Living in Love and Faith um, initiative comes to a conclusion uh, and as decisions are made that was an initiative which was to do with the Church of England working out where it stands on things like sexuality and uh, gender identity and those kind of things pray for the Church of England that it would sit under God's word and be faithful to it and pray for us as well that whatever happens we'd be wise to know how to respond so one thing for the Church of England two is for two bishops or the appointment of two bishops. Uh, I won't go into detail as to uh, as to what those roles are, but uh, the first is the Bishop of Kingston. Uh, Kingston, that's the part of the Diocese of Southwark that we're in. Uh, so uh, the current bishop is retiring in the autumn. So please pray for uh, his successor, for a good appointment there, for the Bishop of Kingston. And the other one is the Bishop of Maidstone, um, who was appointed... Um, to, uh, to be, have a sort of national role uh, supporting, overseeing uh, churches which are complementarian churches. Uh, and that's a really significant role as he retires again in the autumn, uh, pray for a, a, the appointment of a really good faithful successor uh, to the Bishop of Maidstone. So two bishops. So one, Church of England for faithfulness. Two bishops, uh, Kingston and Maidstone, pray for those appointments. And then three things for us as a church family as we look forward and they fit with our mission statement, which as we come out of COVID, out of lockdown, as we look to the future, you go, actually, our mission is still the same. Our aim is for people to come to Jesus, to grow in him and to go out to serve him. 
So let's pray for those three things, for people to come to Jesus. That's essential, isn't it? Our verse for the year, um, which is Acts 4 verse 12, says, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. People need Jesus in order to be saved. They've got to come to him. And uh, there are various things that we're putting on. Uh, over the coming terms uh, tools for us to use as we seek to reach out to those we know and love uh, with the gospel tools that we're putting on at Emmanuel so we've got for instance the guest service coming up on the 8th of May uh, pray for that uh, for we're hoping to put on a men's event and a women's event there'll be a jubilee barbecue uh, which Peter Salabank is uh, is organizing thank you for being prepared to organize that a, a little opportunity to invite people along to that and then there'll be the mark drama in November uh, which would be great to invite others along to. But let's pray people come to Jesus through those things. So that people come to Jesus, that people grow in him. We want to grow in our faith, don't we? At Word Alive, uh, which we as a family and the Walpoles uh, were at, um, we had great Bible teaching. Uh, and the main Bible teaching was from 2 Peter. Uh, and in that letter, Peter uh, at one point says this, right towards the start. He says this, for this reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness, knowledge and to knowledge, self-control and to self-control, perseverance and to perseverance, godliness and to godliness, brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness, love. Well, I'd encourage you to have a look at those those verses again. So that's 2 Peter 1 verses 5 and 6. And let's pray those things for us. But notice at the beginning, it says, he says, make every effort. That was really striking as the speaker at Word Alive taught us those verses that he was saying, actually, we need to put in the effort. We've got to put in the energy and the time to make progress in godliness. Godliness doesn't happen just passively. You don't just get zapped with it. We need to put in every effort. He said at one point, um, you, you have all you need to be a spiritual giant, but it will need the best from all of us. Well, that's true for us too. Let's pray that we put in the effort. And please pray through that list of things that we would have all those things because it's so comprehensive. So pray that we would grow. Oh, and how about booking in for Word Alive next year? It'd be great if you were there too. It was such a good time. Uh, you'll hear more about that in due course, but why not come along? That could be part of making every effort, couldn't it? Part of it, if you can do it. So come to Jesus, grow in him and go out to serve him. Uh, and that's for all of us, isn't it? That as we hear of God more and get to know God better, that we would go out and serve him wherever we are with our neighbours, that we would seek to love them and look for ways to tell them about Jesus and invite them to follow him. Uh, that we would live for Jesus in our workplaces, at schools, in uh, college, um, wherever we're working with our neighbours, with our friends, with our families, that we would go to live for Jesus uh, and pray that the Lord would use us in those situations. So there you go. Those are the things. Uh, it's a one, two, three. Pray one thing for the Church of England, for faithfulness, for two bishops, uh, the appointments, and three things for us uh, as a church family, that people would come to Jesus, that we'd grow in him, and that we'd go out to serve him. Um, it's not a live link. 
Hafi might be on the on the uh, on the streaming. Okay, um, we have an opportunity for questions, and I know the big question is what time is lunch? It could be any moment now. Uh, are there any questions of a general nature you want to raise at this point? You've been very quiet so far. I'd be quite surprised, but you can always surprise me. I like surprises. No. Okay. Right. We can go into wait for it. We can go into the hall in a second to eat, but I think uh, to make things easier, we'll, I think the children are already on it. So I better pray for the food and the fellowship that we're about to um, experience. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this church and the members of the church, Lord, and all that we mean to each other and uh, all the ways in which you work through us for your kingdom. We do pray for the year ahead that you would uh, give us the things that we need. You will equip us for the challenges that the church will face. And we ask now that you would be with us as we share food together and we share fellowship, that you would uh, be amongst us and you would build us up. In Jesus' name, we thank you for this food. Amen. You're free to go.